Hey gearheads and welcome to Garage Talk, a discussion about all things automotive. I'm Corey. And I'm Matt. And each week this podcast will serve as a catalyst for discussion on all sorts of topics that grind our gears, excite us, or just need an extra bit of conversation. And this week we're talking dream cars yet again. We are following <laughs> up with the results of our dream car bracket, which actually closed out last week. Uh, we thank everyone for participating, but uh, we're very excited to get into it. And on that note, just wanted to plug again, you can reach out to us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at GT Garage Talk. You can go to our website and find links to everything else, including our YouTube page, and, and that is gtgaragetalk.com. Uh, we are just glad to hear back from each and every one of you. This was a very fun experiment through social media finding out what our fans truly dreamed up over, dreamed after, and uh, aspired to own them. Yeah. So, Matt, why don't we just uh, jump right on into it? Get you, work. Uh, jump right into the deep end after being out a week, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was not here last week, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. had, I, I was uh, not for not for no reason, though. Uh uh, no, I had a terribly busy week last week, and and actually uh, this evening it's um, oh t- seven minutes or so after ten on a Monday night, and we're just getting started. So uh, we're having to squeeze these in where we can because I'm working like crazy. So nothing like an amateur podcast, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> so great plug for uh, supporting us. You can find us on Patreon. Go to Uh, com slash support and find out all the ways you can help us out so that we don't have to be recording at 10 o'clock on Monday (laughs) night. That's right. So maybe I can quit a job or two. No, (laughs) uh, it's, it's, uh, it's self-inflicted at this point, the extra jobs, but yes, uh, if, if you feel like this is something that you want to support by all means, jump in and, and shoot us some cash, shoot us some, uh, some support, uh, and and even something as simple as just sharing out our page, sharing out our Absolutely. posts, uh, things Absolutely. like that, uh, it makes makes a huge difference. Um, you know, it plays with all the algorithms and and makes us important to Facebook, which means they want to share, share they want to share us more often too. So yes, and you you know you could even go and buy some stuff like I don't know, cool hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you watching on the YouTubes right now, you can see Matt's awesome Garage Talk hat. So those are available really, on our website. So like I've, I'm I'm terribly pleased with it. So it's uh, I, it's every bit worth the price. I'll say that it is yeah. not the fanciest, nicest, coolest hat I've ever owned. But as far as a great uh, getting started like piece of apparel, I I am. Super stoked that of the half a dozen things that I ordered, that this came in the mail first. Uh, corona be darned, dead gamut. I got my hat. Yes. So I just got an email today about a couple more short shirts I ordered, and uh, they are delayed even further. Uh, so uh, yeah, factories are ramping back up, but uh, yeah, it'll be a while before life is normal as. We know it, or as normal as can be. But air quotes, normal, yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, all plugs aside, let's uh, let's get back into our dream car bracket. Yeah. So, Matt, I believe you've got the results in front of you. I've got the results in front of me. We'll kind of work through them, uh, challenge by challenge, bracket by bracket. Some of them surprised us. Some of them were a no-brainer. Sure. Uh, yes. Uh, we asked you, our listeners, for your dream cars, and uh, I did my best. It was tough. Uh, this the first one I've ever had to create like this. Uh, <laughs> I, I did my best to make as logical a matchup as possible in the first round, and it got harder the further in we got to the center of the bracket. Uh, and we'll get into the final four was a very weird set of cars that so, had no so you're you're admitting though that this was your fault that's that's what i'm hearing uh, like <laughs> the pairing of the prowler and the wrangler that was your doing well <laughs> mine and our our fans yes okay because, right. uh, 
it, it could have very well turned out to be something different. Hold if, on. We don't have very many fans. Don't blame it on this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was all me. It was all me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. <laughs> we will do better next year. <laughs> I take it back. It was me. No, sorry I, for it, throwing y'all under the bus. <laughs> well, it really was cool. It was fun to see uh, how things played out and, and see uh, which cars won a lot. I mean, once the four GT was out of the first round, like the rest of it didn't they matter. Right? I mean, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so I came out. I came out of the gate swinging. I, I figured let, let's get a really fun, interesting matchup right out of the gates yeah. uh, to launch this program, this uh, voting method. I, I had never really. So I'm learning all about how to do all the extracurricular stuff on social media, if that's what you <laughs> want to call it. Um, and voting and figuring out how the results would come back to me and uh, when certain polls ended and all that stuff. So it was definitely a learning experience all the way around. Um, but yeah, it came out of the gate swinging with uh, Corvette C8, which I figured, you know, with it being brand new, mid-engine for the first time in over 50 years, that uh, it, it would have a lot of hype behind it and it would get us going. Uh, right. Right off the bat, going up against Ford GT, which is now a super or a twin turbo V6, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no longer a V8, but still an amazing car oh, that uh, is way I, more expensive than the Corvette. Sure. And uh, it was like eight times more expensive, nearly, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Uh, it really plays in a different league in a different bracket and when you're talking dream cars like legit dream cars the method the path to ownership of one of these oh man is insane yeah like uh i believe if i'm not mistaken i could google it but where's the fun in that i, I want all the comments <laughs> uh telling me how wrong i am like you had to previous own a previous generation for gt or be on ford's good list Right. And you had to apply to be able to purchase. And then you had to sign some affidavit or something saying you wouldn't sell it for a year. Yep. And uh, the only reason I know about that is uh, pro wrestler John Cena broke his legally binding document and sold his sooner than a year. And Ford came after him with all their legal firepower. Oh, I bet and, they did. Uh, I can't remember exactly how that turned out, but uh, not not. Very Probably not well great. For yeah. Good old John Cena. And I don't think he'll be able to buy anymore. <laughs> no, I doubt it. He's he's probably burned that bridge, hasn't he? Yeah. Now on the flip side, uh, so it's just come out in the past week or so due to the corona pandemic. Uh, the twenty twenty mid engine C eight Corvette will be one of the rarest models ever produced because they cut the production short they have already ceased production on 2020 and oh, wow. started 21 2021 so uh <laughs> i can see collectors and, and people already jack like jacking the price up on those dealerships oh, if yeah. they've got any left on the lot that weren't already claimed i don't yeah. know how they would have gotten gotten one j just sitting around but uh I, I can only imagine the dealer markups and the uh, yeah like if, if you there. had, you know, just a random $70,000 laying around, now would be a great time to go track <laughs> to down go find a C8 one. and buy it. because no, no matter what the options, just yeah, buy one, no, it won't matter. stick it in your garage, cover it up, keep that thing in yep. great condition, and you'll be sitting on a small fortune. Start it uh, every three or four weeks and, and yep. you know, listen to it rumble and then, yeah, uh-huh, because it'll but, make you some money. But that being said, 2021 model year is going to go mostly unchanged so the c8 corvette which is what was up against the ford gt uh, as general much easier to get your hands on even though at this current point in time it is still tough to get your hands <clears throat> on a c8 yeah. i have yet to see one in person uh we were planning on going to the dallas auto show this year which got canceled due to corona pandemic uh, i do know that there are a few around town i've seen them popping up on social media uh, I, I have yet to lay eyes on one in person, but very much cannot wait for that moment. Um, and as a Chevy guy, 
I'll, I'll admit right here, I voted C8 Corvette because uh, I, I just I couldn't vote for the uh-huh. Ford. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another but, fun thing about this whole bracket challenge was I was doing this like I woke up in the morning, went through my normal morning routine, uh, waking up, basically <laughs> becoming alert. And then I hopped on social media and this was like one of the first active things I did every day. So for a month, uh, I was doing this early in the morning before actually going into work remotely. Yeah. And uh, I've kind of, I'm like a rookie Bobby now. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my mornings now? So uh, a few extra minutes of sleep. Never yeah, hurt. there you go. There you go. Did you have any more thoughts on C8 versus GT for oh. GT? Well, I just I, I was looking over at the at the uh, voting counts, the voting totals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, let's see, it was it was ten votes to sixteen. I mean, so it wasn't like yep. astronomically right. different or anything like that. Right. Uh, unlike <laughs> the, <laughs> the one, one right, right below, below it. it. <laughs> so day two. I uh, saw the Jaguar F-Type, which is my wife's current, like, dream car. If we hit the lotto, she would have a Jaguar F-Type uh, in the garage, no questions asked. And it was going up against, I said, I did my best. It, there were a lot of weird matchups, but yeah. uh, <laughs> the poor old Chrysler Crossfire yeah. got swept. Not a vote, nary one vote Not even one. <laughs> across all three platforms. And I, I like, and I would have, I would have even considered voting for it if it had been matched up against something else. But yeah. there's just, there's just no, there's no competition there. I mean, uh, now both, both cars have a very, very ample backside to them, yeah, and that is probably one of their best angles for both yeah. of them. Uh, which is why I paired them up together. And if okay. you remember, the image I used for voting was a rear quarter shot. <laughs> I did not remember that. That's clever. I like it. <laughs> uh, you know, playing to their assets. So uh, seeing, nice. seeing what we can do there. But uh, yeah, that, that made for a very interesting one. And if you'll actually look, Matt, you've got all the results in front of you. Yeah. Uh, Instagram actually carried... Uh, all the way through this. Um, That's cool. And and again, I I think it's algorithms, you know, like I said, it's a learning process for all of us. But, uh, you know, I put the hashtag on all the votings. It was GT Dream Car Bracket Challenge. And I think Facebook, Instagram, sorry, I think Instagram just had a better method of additional people finding our poll and our story. Yeah. Um, because we had uh, a, a very interesting array of voters. And I'm kind of wondering, uh, there were a few times I, I thought maybe bots are voting in this, and ah. I was trying to figure out how do I compensate for that, but I said, you know what, um, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. There you go. And, um, you know, it was fun. Uh, uh. Another no contest, uh, the General E Charger versus the DeLorean. Uh, Again, the DeLorean is a pretty cool car, cutting edge for its time. But you made it against... Made a huge movie star by Bell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But even in its movie car state, it still does not compare to the flying 68 Charger. It just doesn't. Yeah. And I was actually surprised on that one. So I could see who voted for what, uh, much to my wife's dismay, because I always <laughs> gave her flack. I was like, How could you vote for that? Um, and she was the one of the ones that nominated the DeLorean. Yeah. And she went and voted for the General Lee. And I was like, babe, what? <laughs> you nominated the DeLorean. She's like, yeah, but it's the General Lee. Which I'll tell you how many times I heard that exact phrase throughout the entire uh, bracket challenge. Yeah, but it's a general lead. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, you got me there. But uh, I don't know if we've covered this on this uh, podcast yet, but uh, have I made you aware that you can actually uh, still to this day buy a brand new DeLorean with classic parts? 
I don't know if you and I have specifically talked about it, but I did know that. Yeah, they yeah. like they have right here in Houston. Well, here, Houston, Texas. So. Yeah, it was like thousands of parts on the shelf, and you call and order one, and they assemble it and ship it to you. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Mm. <laughs> Scheming face. Scheming there you go. Face. There you go. Uh, another kind of no contest uh we'll just start running down them real quick yeah. starting at the top 69 chevy camaro z28 against a 65 it was very specific when it was nominated 65 yeah. pontiac gto which love them both i am Beautiful a gm cars. nut uh gto kind of started the whole big v8 in a car that didn't make sense thing right uh, <laughs> back in the 60s but um 69 Camaro Z28 is, uh, I've said it many times, my all-time dream car. Again, we win the lotto. Uh, there's a Jaguar F-Type in our garage, and there's a 69 Camaro Z28. And there may even be a second one that's a project car. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because, you know, all money at my disposal, I'm probably going to have a project car. Uh-huh. Oh, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, followed up by Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. Again, uh, not the Trans Am's best year, but it achieved yep. fame, movie uh-huh. fame, uh-huh. against an old 442, which, I mean, if we were really talking, like, the car itself by the numbers and all that, oh, the 442 yeah. should have won hands right. down. Right. But uh, Smokey and the Bandit won by eight votes there. So the old fire chicken. Yep. All right. So my wife. Uh, smartly pointed out that you and I had an inside joke for this next one uh, that we laughed about on the podcast but did not share with all of our fans. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So that was a comment made by one of our friends uh, that I still will not share on the no. podcast, yep, but you no. can reach out to us. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all at GT Garage Talk. You can email me, gtgaragetalk at gmail.com. We will tell you what that inside joke is. But it was Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds, so the Shelby GT500 versus a Shelby Cobra, which uh, this one was an easy vote for me. Uh, As a non-Ford guy, uh, it it was an easy vote, especially a Camaro guy. I'm not voting for the Mustang. Right. Well, and I, uh, I think I voted uh, Cobra also. Like, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, they're both Ford. Um, they're both Shelby. Um, but, man, left to his own devices, like, Carol did a much better job at designing things yes, than Ford did back in the 60s. Yes, <laughs> And... I could just say right now, you know, going back to your theme of dream car, like this is something you were dreaming about, not yeah. uh, not necessarily something you would go out and buy. One is way more rare than the other. Oh, and man. one, they're making kit cars of, like knockoffs right. that you can build yourself, and the other, they're not. So obviously, if one has achieved the status and the fame that they're making knockoffs of it or kit right. cars of it, yeah, obviously you, that one deserves to win. <laughs> have you ever gone on and built from Factory Five one of their kits, like to to price it not. out and see? Okay, um, it, it's it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I've done it with uh, their their uh, thirty two or thirty four Ford pickup. Also, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you could you could. Uh, you could probably build two um, faux Shelby GT500 67 Mustangs for what you'd pay for a kit car like a Cobra. unregistered, you wow. know, comes in a big crate to your front door kit car. Um, like, they're, I think they start at twenty four or 25000 but that's like a shell. And a frame, and you have to have a donor car, which is a, uh, a Fox Body Mustang, typically. Um, oh. Wow. 
That's quite the the Uh, face there, Corey. (laughs) uh, That is the worst Mustang ever. Yeah, but the suspension setup is is fairly decent, and the 5-liter, that 302 from Ford can be woke up pretty pretty well. Um, And you're talking about a kit car, right? Right. So, uh, I mean, like, I got on and built one, right? I want the new 5-liter or... A 427, because it's a Cobra, so right. 427. Um, but just the engine op- option is 12 grand. Like, mm. So you go from 25 to 37, and then you start talking about transmission, that's another 6 grand. Rear end, there's another three or 4,000. I mean, you're talking 60 or $70,000 like that. I mean, for a kit car. <laughs> for the Ikea of cars. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that one was not as agonizing a decision as it was for our friend Daniel. Again, we can tell you what that comment was. But <laughs> had both of us rolling on the floor we, when he we, shared it with us. We should probably ask his blessing before we share that, if we share it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sharing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let it be known. That's you right. Let me know something. It, it could go on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My Hello. friendships are all in danger now. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So then we took a little trip to Italy. Uh, right. That was fun and extremely surprising. Really? Uh, I was floored by how our trip to Italy went. So uh, first up, we had the Ferrari Testarossa. Hugely popular in the 80s. Uh, certain but, TV show. Uh, Miami Vice. The Mira. Yeah. Like, a Lamborghini Mira, which should have won. It should down. have blown it all out of the water. And uh, I can only attribute the fact that uh, the Lamborghini Mira lost by five votes. So the final tally was uh, 20 to 15 in favor yeah. of the Testarossa. Uh, marketing. <laughs> that's that's pure and simple. Uh, my yeah. wife's in marketing. Uh, she touts it all the time. I, <laughs> I, obviously, right here, we've got the results. Uh, and all I can say is it comes down to marketing. Because when you've got um, a Ferrari Testarossa driving around Miami in the 80s uh, versus a relatively unknown to the uninitiated right. car person, uh, they're like, what Lamborghini Miura? Miura? Right. What it? Right. What is that? It it's interesting looking. I kind of right. like it. Why are the headlights? Why do they look like <laughs> that? Um, so uh, that's all I can say. There is. Yeah. Uh, it's just the superstar status uh, came into play many times over. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit won because of it. Uh, the General Lee won multiple times because of it, and Ferrari Testarossa beat out the Lamborghini Miura. Had to be because of marketing. Uh, I, would, and I then, would argue, though, with the General, and I understand, you know, <sighs> Rebel flag on the hood, the General Lee lettering on the roof, like yeah. the big '01 bright orange car, right? It's an eye-catching, iconic TV star car. But I would argue. That if it was a black on black, sixty-eight Charger RT, like that, it would it would have at least done pretty close. I think it would have made it to round two. Yeah, uh, possibly round three, but yeah. uh, I, I don't think it would have. Not to spoil uh, future results for anyone who hasn't gotten there yet. Uh, I'll, I'll put a note for those of you watching on YouTube right now uh, to click the card. Uh, I don't know which side it's on. I'm still learning. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those directions. And, um, go watch our reveal video. We can, I do a very quick run through of all the major match, matchups of this uh, bracket challenge. But uh, it, it was it was a good one. So, oh, yeah. see, and I would have, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking so, now at round three and seeing what what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. It'll be close. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. 
So, uh, still in Italy, Lamborghini versus Ferrari yet again. Uh, Lamborghini Aventador, uh, which is the most refined of the V12 Lamborghinis. It's basically uh, a reskinned Audi. Audi's very much taken over control of Lamborghini and uh, steadily refi- refining the brand. Uh, it's not a bad thing. I really don't right. think it's a bad thing. <laughs> Unless you're, you know, talking to our friend uh, with the Grand Tour, Richard Hammond, who says Lamborghinis are supposed to try and kill you, and they just yeah. don't anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're not as crazy and harebrained as they once were. They are Fair still enough. bonkers to look at, though. The oh, design yeah. of them is amazing. But uh, one vote separated these two here, and the uh, Ferrari 812 Superfast uh, a front mid-engine supercar uh, beating out a true mid-engine supercar. So for those of you unaware of what exactly that means, uh, front mid-engine, that means the engine is in the front of the driver, but behind the rear front, uh, behind the, <laughs> behind front, the axle. front axle. So there yeah. we go, in between the two axles. Uh, whereas in most uh, front engine cars, it's either on top of the axle or just ahead of the axle, uh, but fully behind that front axle. So it has got a long hood because uh, you got essentially a straight six under there uh, right. that you got to contend with. But, I wonder what the cutoff is. Like the the dead center line of the axle on the front. Like if can the pulleys be over that line or does it have to be? You know, is it crankcase or? I, I think I would. I'd be I, curious how they measure that. Yeah. I need to go into the schematics of it all now that I bring it up and and truly look into that. But uh, there have been several cars in in my history that I've come across that that's not mid-engine, it's in the front. No, it's a front mid-engine. Right. And then it was explained to me, it's between the axles, so. uh, Well, and and some of those those lines, uh, the Viper could be on the verge of, because you're talking about a whole big old long hood on that thing too, and there being a lot of the engine behind the axle. Yeah. I'd be curious about that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think I've alluded to it, but I'll just come right out and say it: the Ferrari 812 Superfast won by one vote, beating yep. up Lamborghini. And then Lamborghini tried yet again uh, to make it out of round one with the Countach. Uh, Not happening. I I grew up <laughs> idolizing. Oh, yeah. Um, A little little bit older than you, just a little bit. Um, And that was between the Countach and the Diablo. I think I was really more Diablo uh, time frame where I I was like, man, if I could have a Diablo, that that is the car. That is the one you want to put on the poster, on the wall. Um, But uh, I think I I would lean a little more towards the Countach uh, because I I was also a big fan of the Espirit from Lotus. Mm -hmm. And they kind of mm-hmm. have that similar shape, body wedge, style. angular, yeah. 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 Um, but it was paired up against the Pagani Zonda R, which is a ridiculous machine. Okay. Uh, but calling it Italian, uh, it's just, it, it's got a German heart. Like, it's a Mercedes engine through and through. Like, right. <laughs> signed and badged and everything. It is a Mercedes engine in an Italian, uh, basically, race car for the streets. Yeah. And uh, there's three votes separating it there, and poor Lamborghini just could not come out on top. I would argue, of the supercars that we had in this list, Mm -hmm. that it is the most beautiful. Zonda? Oh, man. I, I, I understand the ample backside element, but those yeah. curves and the hips and the way that that thing flows is just, oh, it's beautiful. So, so I didn't bring it up when we were talking about the Aventador, but I'll bring it up here. <laughs> uh, another mutual friend of ours uh, has lamented to me a current design trend in certain cars, of which the Aventador and the Pagani Zonda are both guilty. And that Uh-oh. is, quote, sorry if I offend. I'll keep it very G. Well, it is G. It's a G comment, but the butthole exhaust. (laughs) (laughs) There's no better way to say it than the butthole exhaust. And the Aventador is probably worse because it has, it's kind of, I guess it's an octagonal 
exhaust, but it's at least this big. Oh, it's huge. Uh, very long and wide, right smack dab in the bottom middle of the rear bumper, and that's it. And yeah. <laughs> there's no better way to explain it than it's the car's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and the Picani Zonda, and they're quite proud of this because if you go on any of their websites, their media sites and things of that nature, it, it's like the silhouette of it is kind of a signature of theirs and it's <laughs> featured on many of their cars, but they've got a round uh, section in the middle of the rear. It's not even the bumper. It's just the rear of the car right. and four quad exhaust tips inside oh, that circle. Uh, and that is the exhaust. And so it too has a quasi butthole <laughs> exhaust, if you will. And, um, Love it or hate it is all I can say. Uh, yep. Some other offenders uh, currently that our viewers and listeners may be familiar with the uh, Honda Civic Coupe, current gen yep. Honda Civic Coupe. I believe you had to step up to the SI model to get the butthole exhaust, but <laughs> it's there. <clears throat> there are a few others. Um, it, there was an option for the O2 Camaro. Uh, the last uh, last year model of the uh, fourth generation Camaro, you could get a, a very long, skinny cinder exit exhaust. It, it, it's an interesting design choice. <laughs> oh, the Corvettes for forever have had that center, you know, two yeah. or four Quad center exhaust. exhaust. Yeah. Uh, and they have since with the C8 Corvette put them at the corners yeah, uh, I'm sure some of the purists hate it, but hey, yeah. There's only so much room. Forward. Just right. just tell them to put a couple of turbos in there, and then they can turn yeah. it right into you know through the middle and be done. Yeah. All right. So sorry for that detour. <laughs> those mental <laughs> images. <laughs> Try and get those out of your head. Oh, You'll never man. look at those cars the same way again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, ZL1 1LE uh, <laughs> against the GT350R. Um, I was very pleased with the results here. <laughs> well, of course you were, Mr. GM. Um, uh, it was, no, it wasn't close at all, was it? <laughs> 22 to 13. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, so, both very competitive cars. Like, mm -hmm. both have very close uh, competitiveness as far as, um, you know, engine output numbers and handling and things like that. Uh, I do think that uh, personal, <clears throat> excuse me, personally, I think the Mustang looks way better than the Camaro. So, Camaro fanboy here. Uh, yes, uh, the one LE ZL1 right. takes it a little extreme. So that is their track package. Uh, all-out performance arrow and all this. So it's got wings and arrow splitters and it, all kinds of stuff. It, it kind of looks like a RoboCop of cars. Uh, yeah. But it also looks very angry. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Do not mess with it. Pretty it much. will bite your head off. I, I would get out of the way if I saw that rolling up behind me. So. Yeah. Uh, but both are essentially street-legal race cars. Right. Uh, which is what the R in GT350R for the Mustang stands for. I mean, it is legit race car. So, yep. uh, Then we got into some trucks. So Chevy Colorado ZR2, which is their high-speed off-roader, midsize based, uh, versus Ford F-150 Raptor. No surprise there. Again, Raptor kind of started the whole trend. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I think it even exceeded Ford's expectations. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, because when they first started making the first gen, it was originally an extended cab, short bed only. Like, that was yep. all you got, which was the most logical design for what they intended the purpose of the Raptor to be. Right. was like a high-speed desert runner. Right. Um, but then people just started buying them left, right, and center, uh, no matter what the price tag was. And they made the crew cab and made it more of a family vehicle, which... I can't tell you how many we see on the streets here regularly. Oh man, they're just all used over. as daily drivers. Yeah. So, the, I, I'm uh, not surprised by those results at all. 
a, a fun little um, tidbit of trivia with the Raptor. The first year of its uh, production being sold, um, it the average amount of time that a Raptor sat on a Ford dealership lot was 14 days. I was going to guess something like five. Right. Yeah, that's an incredible turn of <laughs> like, As someone who frequently watches cars and how long they've been sitting on a lot yeah. to know how to negotiate a really good deal on it, right. 14 days is stupid fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that's like Corvette territory. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's It's just insane. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the next one was a completely logical matchup uh, that... Yep. I feel gets overlooked a lot in the automotive media world because everybody ca- compares both of these next vehicles right. to the Ford Raptor, and they are by no means no, they're not for the Raptor. No, so that's the Chevy Silverado Z71 Trail Boss and the Ram 1500 Rebel, and uh, they are light off-roaders. They're they're a step above just a standard off-road package. Right. And, it would uh, it would be like um, the Sahara explore. package on a JL or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's it's a little more than factory Z71, but yeah. definitely not full-blown Rubicon kind of territory. So, so uh, even though Ram is climbing the ranks in overall sales, and I think if I just had them, if someone just handed me the money, I would. I would be very torn as a Chevy fanboy between these two. Um, my father-in-law has a brand new Ram. Uh, the interiors of them are just amazing and beautiful. And that yeah. 12-inch touchscreen in the middle oh, they're is sweet. awesome. They're and I sweet. love technology. Uh, but Chevy guy through and through. I've had a Silverado before. I've come to really love the current design. So I, I'd be torn on this one. But Chevy went out 22-6. to six, So... Uh, I think more brand loyal people there than anything. Probably that, and the uh, Rebels a few years old. The Trail Boss is pretty brand new, so yeah. Uh, next up, we got a little sibling rivalry out of Jeep, the JL Wrangler against the JT Gladiator. You've already thrown me under the bus on YouTube for this one, so uh, I could think of nothing better to pair up against one another. Like, would you rather the truck, or I think. Uh, Fiat Chrysler Automotive classifies it as a wagon, not an SUV, but... Uh, truck. Yeah. Truck. I, I, truck. I would love... Always truck. Always, uh, always very truck. Much, <laughs> very much love to have a Gladiator. Uh, if we were buying one for our household, it would be the Wrangler. Um, it, it makes a little more sense. If you're going to do rock crawling stock to get a Wrangler... Sure. But I cannot tell you how many YouTube videos I watch. I watch uh, Way of Life uh, is in particular. And he bought a brand new JL when they were hard to get. Uh, JL Wrangler. And he bought a brand new JT Gladiator when they were really hard to get. And the first thing he did with both of them was take them out rock crawling in Nevada. And he's like scraping metal left, left and right. <laughs> Dude, you're killing me. Like every rock he hit and it, it just it hurt. Oh. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> but that's what you're supposed. To, that's what they're built that's it. for. And that's it. Uh, take it out. So, yeah. Put the first scratch in it. That way you get it out of the way and you can enjoy the rig. Yeah, yeah. And both of his rigs now are insane. He's had plenty of time to jack them up and put. Yeah. He's gone through several different iterations of them, but they're both gorgeous, gorgeous rigs. But uh, you should check them out. Over there on Way of Life, I'll try and put a link if I know how. <laughs> I'll do what I can. Wherever it is. <laughs> it'll be in, yeah, it'll be in the show notes for all you podcast listeners. So, there you go. Uh, I do know how to do that much. <laughs> uh, then we had some uh, dream car here. Uh, kind of 90s dream car stuff. So McLaren F1, like uh, dream car of dream cars of the 90s. It had three-seat configuration where the driver was sitting in the middle and you had two people kind of over your shoulder. Uh, kind of insane yeah. uh, setup there against and a it, Celine S7. It blew the Celine out of the water. Yeah, it did. Um, which, again, 
notoriety for one. Celine yeah. is a aftermarket guy starting up making one-off vehicles down in Houston. Um, is it, is he in Houston? Hennessy's in Houston. Where's Steve Celine? I don't know. I could Google it. But <laughs> it's late. Hennessy's <laughs> um, yeah, so in uh, Fort Worth. No, Hennessy's in Houston. He's outside of Houston. Is it I Roush in up. Fort Worth? I believe Roush is in Fort Worth. But okay. Hennessy's down in Houston. Anyway. Yeah. We digress. Uh, last two matchups. Here we go. Dodge Viper GTS against another icon of the 90s. Uh, 90s, more so car video game world. It's probably right. the only way most Americans would have come across this one. And that was the TVR Tuscan. Uh Interesting vehicle, very interesting headlight situation. I, I made sure when I got a picture to get that weird chameleon color oh, paint yeah, job. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a hands down 37 to 3 slam yeah. dunk for the Dodge Viper. So. Well, again, probably that, that uh, known versus not so known what is kind this? of a thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then last but not least, uh, the Chevrolet SSR uh, Roadster truck thing versus a Plymouth Prowler. I'm so uh, which, grateful that the Prowler beat the SSR. <laughs> they, they were very similar in their aspirations of what they were supposed to be, because yes. neither one was supposed to be like a corner carver right. performance vehicle. They were built um, to look cool. Was... They were built to look cool and be boulevard cruisers, and yeah. I put a picture, a bright yellow picture of both of them side by side, because uh, they both came in nearly identical shades of yellow, um, and so no one could claim me picking color favorites here. I, I made it as apples to apples as possible. So, yeah, um, Chevy fanboy, I would love for the SSR to have won, but I love the Prowler. Uh, I recently found a picture. Uh, I didn't scan it or keep it or anything, but I found a picture of my room as a kid, and I've got that purple Prowler off <laughs> the wall uh, as a kid. And that, that's... When we're talking dream cars, that that would be the one to have. Yep. Uh, but the SSR is definitely more practical because you still have all that trunk space, top up or down. You don't have to have a trailer. You've true. got that huge truck bed. So. Very true. Oh, man. Round that two. That takes us to round two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll blow through these rather quickly so we can get to uh, that final four and really hash out what we thought there, but... Uh, Corvette C8 against the Jaguar F-Type. Really, no, no contest there. Uh, Corvette's got the name. It's got the oh, variety. Yeah. It it won by landslide. This one was well, surprising. The Bandit against the the Z28, 69 Z28. Uh, again, pretty, pretty handily, the, uh, the Z28 yeah. took it. And if we're talking purely by the numbers, the Smokey and the Bandit, it was a 75 post gas crisis. It had no power. Oh, All it yeah. had was it was a cool look. Had the screaming chicken on the hood, yep. um, and t tops like that. That's what it had going for it. Uh, but that Camaro Z28, yeah, no contest. Ran away with that one. And then this one got a lot of comments to my personal accounts, really like from all <laughs> my friends. And uh, it definitely did not go in their favor. Like, every car guy I know was telling me, how, how is this even happening? What, what's going on here? Uh, but the Dodge Viper GTS against McLaren F1, G GTS ran away with it by a 30-boat margin. Uh, yeah. And, again, it's the name of it. Here we are in America. Uh, that's America's supercar of the 90s and early 2000s. And um, McLaren has got a name now. They've definitely got the product portfolio. But uh, right. the F1 is a little more unknown to today's enthusiasts or semi-enthusiasts, I should say. Then we go into Shelby Cobra versus General Lee. Uh, this one surprised me. Yeah. Because of everything we mentioned in round one about the Shelby right. Cobra and just, like, the fame it's gotten, the fact that it's got kick cars that you can build after it but again that phrase that i just kept hearing it's general lee though it's a general <laughs> it's, yeah even uh, even with ford versus ferrari just having come out too i mean it, yeah. it that one yeah that was a little surprising yeah so. i think i voted general lee though so <laughs> yeah 
Uh, and then we we got into our first oddball matchup, like truly just off the wall, and we've alluded to it already. Polar opposites, tonight. really. Yeah. Like, uh, well, they're both convertibles. Well, <laughs> and they're both uh, they're both uh, FCA too. So right, right. So JL Wrangler against the Plymouth Prowler. I even put when I put this on social media, I was like, "Look, I know it's no contest, but." We had an off-road section that just didn't completely fill out the bracket, so yeah. an off-roader had to go up against a non-off-roader, and that's what we got. And yeah. uh, the Wrangler ran away with that one. So, which is uh, wild because again, yeah. it's a dream car. Dream, thing, right? yeah, yeah. So anyway, you you've alluded to it a lot. Like the idea of this whole thing was, what do you dream for? What versus. In this one, which one are you more likely to go out and purchase yourself? Right, right. And, yeah, it's, uh, a, it's 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 a little easier to get financing. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's a little easier to get financing for a sixty thousand dollar vehicle that's brand new than it is to get financing for a twenty year old vehicle yeah. that's twenty five thousand uh, yeah. dollars. Just the way that it works. So, and and a lot of people don't have twenty five thousand dollars laying around either. So, right. Uh, that being said, I've found a few on Auto Trader, and I've sent you several links to them. Uh, if ever I make a road trip up to New York, I know what I'm coming back in. <laughs> See, bright yellow prowler. So, uh, but we should we should totally do that. Like when we're rich and famous, and and all you know, you buy a prowler, we'll fly up and drive it home, and then I'll buy one and we'll fly out and drive it home. That'd be fun. I'd, be fun. I'd enjoy that. Go support us on Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get tired of saying that. Then <laughs> uh, uh, Ferrari is back at it. Uh, Ferrari versus Ferrari here. Classic versus brand new. Testarossa yeah. versus super fast. And I guess our fans just really like the new Curry design and the modern Ferrari, which I can't blame them. Uh, if you're going on looks alone, there's nostalgia tied up with the Testarossa, but that super fast man, it it's got curves in all the right places. I'll just it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> uh, then again, we've got some off roaders, Trail Boss versus Raptor. Again, in real life, those two don't compete, and there was no competition here. The Raptor yep. ran away with that one. Yep. Uh, it, it was closer than I thought, but the Raptor won that one, no problem. And uh, I had my heart hoping, hoping and praying on this one, but nope. uh, <laughs> Instagram uh, definitely took over, and uh, the Pagani Zonda R took down the Camaro Z- ZL11LE, and uh, it makes sense. I mean, if we're talking dream cars here, which one are you more likely to have? Versus what are you more likely to dream over? And right. just the price tag of the two of them, brand oh, new. Yeah. Like, it, it would make no sense, but I could go out and buy a Camaro Z01 1LE right now. I could never in my lifetime go out and buy a Pagani Zonda R, right. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's that. Round three. What do we got? So, oh, okay. Uh, that was, yeah. See now we're starting to get into some decent matchups, some some uh, some good stuff here, yeah. And I was very much looking forward to getting down to a, a narrower playing field because we weeded out some of the fringe stuff, the right. crossfire, the prowlers, the stuff that you know it'd be cool to have, but not like just gushing and l- right. lusting after. Right. Uh, that's probably not the right word, but yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, so, yes, a, an American shootout, Corvette C8 versus Dodge Viper GTS, and Corvette ran away with it. Uh, I, I was surprised it was not a little more evenly matched, but again, I think it was a specific Dodge Viper. It was right. 96 GTS uh, that was nominated, which... Yeah, if uh, it had been like the ACR the or yeah. something like that, I think it probably would have done better, but... yeah. Performance-wise, it couldn't hold a candle to uh, the Corvette, and so again, oh, I, Corvette's uh, got the name. Let's uh, we're gonna have to go back and look at some track times for that one, because uh, I I would argue that the current really? iteration of the C8 
would not do as well around the track compared to a Viper GTS. I, I just don't think... That'd be worth exploring. I, I would love to look into that. I'm going to have to do so, some research. We'll, we'll, we're going to we'll have to pull out. some strings. Like, we have got some very fringe connections. I'm not promising anything, but I'm going to be working my heart out to make sure that that happens someday. Oh, That's man. something that you and I do. Oh, <laughs> I, can, can I just, I just want to stand next to the track as Randy Post blows by in like yes. a 94 GTS or 96 GTS yes. and then blows by again in a 2020 G- C8. It just, yeah. I, that, yeah, please. It would be awesome. It yes, would be would. awesome. Um, this next matchup makes a little more sense than uh, what each of them were paired up against. This was uh, the one I wanted around. to see. So JL Wrangler, rock yep. crawler uh, of a vehicle versus Ford Raptor. And, um, I was a little surprised how one-sided it was. I expected yeah. a much closer race than yeah. what we got. Uh, but the Wrangler beat out the Raptor 35-14. to 14. And, All my uh, Forge taking the hits here, and I don't think it's fair. <laughs> again, it was Instagram. Look at that. It was 29-10 to 10 yeah. on Instagram. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was... How Instagram went is kind of how this contest went. So, it's crazy. Uh, it's very interesting to see. And then this one just reached in there and pulled my heart out and threw it on the ground and stumped on it. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't want to hear it. Four GT first round, uh, the GT three fifty are out the second round. Yeah. Uh, you can you can take your heart yeah. and smush it in the floor <laughs> if you want to, but dead gummit, the general Lee. There it is hey. again. That stupid comment. That <laughs> general. <laughs> and I'm only bitter about it because it did beat my Camaro Z28. Like I said, I will say it until blue in the face. It's my all-time favorite dream car. Um, and yeah, it, it two stinking votes. I I was up to all hours of the night checking all three platforms. I'm like, oh, they're tied. What does that mean? How does a tie work? Because up to this point, we hadn't had a tie, and I'm like trying to figure out what do I do? How do how do I make this work? Uh, uh, who do I call? How how do I get more votes for the Camaro? What do, what do I do? You were trying to load up the Camaro, weren't you? I was doing what I could, man. And uh, I still felt too votes shy. And uh, it, it was fun. But oh, that's awesome. I knew it didn't have the legs to make it all the way to the end. But no. I, I just I didn't see it bowing out to the General Lee. Yeah. Uh, of all cars it makes sense in that they're both classic of the same era one's a 68 one's a 69 so right. um that makes sense but uh again if it were a camaro z28 versus a charger right it's no contest all the comments i <laughs> anyone who voted for that that i know of were like told me the exact same thing you just said was, it's General Lee, though. So you take that away. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this just proves we got to do this again next year. Yes. It, it's going to be fun. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll do better. We'll have seeds. We'll... we'll We'll, we'll definitely make sure we stuff. don't get Prowler versus Ringler. Again. Right, right. <laughs> um, and our last matchup here uh, is uh, the Pagani Zonda R versus the Ferrari 812 Superfast. And kind of surprised with this one. It was very lopsided. Um, the Ferrari up to this point really hadn't garnered just a ton of votes in any one round, but here it just ran away with it. Yeah, it did. And... Uh, put the smack down on the Pagani, so knocked it out handily, uh, which got us to a very, very interesting Final Four, yes, where we did. had the Corvette C8 versus JL Wrangler, which yep. makes no sense whatsoever. Yep. Uh, only price-wise would you get those two, and even then, like you're getting a fully loaded Rubicon Wrangler right. with every option, all the tops, like everything, everything. Uh, versus a fairly base C8 Corvette, um, but it, it, the Corvette won two to one, 
Uh, as I guess in this bracket, it should have. <laughs> and I mean, again, dream car, which are you more likely to have? Right. And uh, I, I love this though. Um, for the, uh, the general Lee versus the super fast, like, uh, what is it? The Twitter votes first. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, uh, Facebook, Facebook and then Instagram and then Twitter. So, uh, six to seven. The uh, the Ferrari beat it out on Facebook, eleven to eight on Instagram, which is still I mean that's three votes that's that's not much of a spread, and then two to four only two votes on Twitter. I mean, the generally hang it hung in there, like amazingly all the way up until the final four, and so and it, for it gave you, the the super yep. faster run for its money. Absolutely, it did. So for those of you who can do the math on the fly like that. Uh, if you t- tally up all those votes that Matt just read off, uh, they ended the voting period tied 1919. And this one had me really scratching my head. I was already ticked off at the general lead, but I was going to keep it as unbiased <laughs> as possible. Uh, I was like, well, I never established what happens in the event of a tie. So I started racking my brain with sports and I was like, what would happen? Uh, and obviously the higher ranked, the more points, uh, would win out. And so I looked at every vote that either car garnered up to this point uh, in, in the contest. And uh, the super fast won out uh, just because I guess it had a little bit stiffer competition. It had a little more uh, people just going after it. I don't know. But yeah. uh, the, the Italian won out, which made for a very interesting it really uh, did. finals. A conclusion, uh, yeah. I, I was very happy with the final two, um, just because one, they're both currently in production. Yep. Uh, two, they're both cars I would absolutely love to have if someone gave me the money. Yeah. Um, but um, kind of on different ends of the spectrum. Uh, one is kind of like the everyman supercar, and one right. is the elite of the elite supercars. And so that's Corvette C8 versus Ferrari Superfast. And again, I will put the plug in. If you haven't watched our reveal video and don't know who won this yet, which I don't know how you uh, got away listening to us this long <laughs> without figuring out who who won it, but uh, go check out our reveal video on YouTube. There's a picture of an orange Corvette versus a gray Ferrari. Can't miss it. Go check that out before we dive into the results here. Um, and, so and all that out of the way <laughs> drum it, roll <laughs> yeah. uh, to finish all the voting tied was very interesting to me yeah. uh, these came out tied and kind of lopsided too yeah like 2-6 to six on Facebook the, the yeah. super fast over the vet and then 9-6 mm-hmm. to six on Instagram the C8 over the uh, super, super fast. fast, and then only three to two, one vote split between, yeah. really a half a vote split between the C8 and the uh, the super, super fast. fast. I mean, all to come out tied up fourteen fourteen, and again. Yeah. So by this point, I'd already figured out how I was going to settle a tie and do a tiebreaker. But I will put a plug in here. Uh, just again, thank you to anyone who participated and played along with us because we have yeah. 1,133 votes across all three. Oh, platforms. that's awesome. Uh, and it was fun, especially when like <laughs> my life was on the line on this one. <laughs> and, and I'm calling all my friends saying, you've got to go vote for this. Uh, it, it definitely made it fun and it gave me something to do for the past month uh, without sports in my life. There you so go. that was very interesting. But uh, the final vote breakdown since they were tied in the finals, 111 votes for the Corvette C8 and 116 votes for the Ferrari Superfast. So five uh, votes. still an incredibly close matchup between the two. And I'm not at all disappointed no. out of those two with the winner because the Superfast is a stout car and I learned more about it putting yeah. together that that video um, because you know I just knew it was the current Ferrari V12 GT car 
that's what I knew about it going in. And just digging into the numbers, 0 to 62 and 2.9 seconds, uh, 6.5 liter V12 engine, uh, it, it's ridiculous. And some pretty engineering wizardry things going on there with how they do the aero, uh, where all the wind goes. There's some interesting wow. vents and ports and I don't know. It, it, it was a, a lot of fun just learning more about the super fast making yeah. that video. Yeah. Uh, and so, there, like I said, there's a video, the reveal video. After we reveal the winner, there's a big uh, commercial for Ferrari after that. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> but Ferrari, if you are listening, <laughs> understand me. I want one. <laughs> I will gladly test Review, give unbiased opinions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Feel free. <laughs> in Tyler, Texas. Yeah. Feel free to fly us to Italy. We, you know, that way you don't have to ship the car here. We'll just come to Italy and borrow it for a week and run over to the Nürburgring and run around yeah. for a while and then come back. That's it. That's all we want. So, in the mid or after all this was said and done, uh, Facebook brought all these memories up of a trip I took with some friends to uh, Paris and we were walking down the Champs-Élysées uh, which is their uh, Rodeo Drive of Paris and that's where all the supercars are parked and stuff and so we saw many a Ferrari and Lamborghini while we were there and I was drooling over them oh, so naturally yeah. all those pictures popped up in my Facebook memories and uh, I shared that's them cool. on both our platforms but uh I would very much like to do some overseas videos and podcasts and testing like that. So one of these days, yeah, we will get there. So, but yeah, that was our bracket challenge. Uh, it did not disappoint. It was fun through and through, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Look forward to doing it again next year. We will do it bigger and better. We will get more input from you, our listeners. Uh, yeah, there will be a better way to go about it there were a few people contacting me halfway through how do i vote again so <laughs> it was a learning curve like i said for everyone involved oh yeah and next year next year i'll commit us to this there'll be some rewards like yes some yes. form or fashion yes. it may be it may be uh something kind of cool <clears throat> and uh, special or something yeah. like that yeah uh, th there will be uh yeah, something in it for those who participate, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and and we'll go all out. We'll use all our, our leverage, uh, yeah. the tools at our disposal. We've got a website uh, that we can do some stuff with on the back end. So cool. we can make this a whole lot bigger and better next year. Uh, but, again, I can't say how much we just appreciate the support of you, our fans, our listeners, our viewers, uh, just playing along with us in the absence of sports uh keeping us entertained all along the way uh as we keep y'all entertained so um really that's all we've got for you this week uh, we very much appreciate y'all playing along uh look forward to bringing you more content in the future uh matt and i are working on some things this is hopefully the last rem remote recording uh that we will do for a while because yeah uh, we live here in Texas, and things are being lifted here. Uh, we will be smart about our gatherings in person. Oh, yeah. Uh, we definitely don't want to uh, say that, you know, we're just being nonchalant about all of it. Uh, but uh, we're looking forward to being in the same room and recording again. Yes. Uh, and bringing the quality back up, because uh, there's a lot to be said about uh, the equipment we've got there in your garage studio, Matt, that... I'm very much looking forward to using again yep. and getting off these old AirPods and onto a, onto a real mic. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, but I do thank Apple for all their support. There you I'm go. Not sponsored, but Apple, if you want to send me some stuff, <laughs> I mean the MacBook. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, we thank you for listening to us yet another week. Uh, you can listen to us wherever podcasts are found. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at GT Garage Talk. 
can find links to everything we are into, including our YouTube channel. If you're not currently watching us on YouTube, on our website, it's gtgaragetalk.com. You can send us your emails, uh, thoughts, and opinions. Give us suggestions for things to do in the future. We're gtgaragetalk at gmail.com. I made it as simple as possible. Everything yeah. is gtgaragetalk. <laughs> Uh, but we love hearing back from you. We love getting feedback just like this. Uh, entire bracket challenge is feedback from y'all. So uh, we love hearing from you. Uh, we love making good content for you. So if you could just help us out, if you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button, smash the subscribe button, ring that bell. You'll get yeah. notified every time we release a video. I'm trying my best to keep to Fridays at 5 p.m. for YouTube and bright and early Friday mornings for the podcast. And uh, y'all will keep me honest to that, I am sure, yeah. our diligent listeners and viewers. But uh, all that to say, until next time, bye.